Welcome to Zichud Avsi Man Rebbe Mayavram Goldhar, and today Mazakas Nazir, Daf Membeis, the sixth parak Shloshamini. So the three dots we're going to focus on number one. Rav inquired, A Nazir Shigilach Venich Shtes Aros. A Nazir shaved and left over two hairs. Vigilach Achas Venashra Achas Mahu. And he then shaved one, and the other one fell out. What is the halacha? Was Rava asking about shaving one hair at a time? If Anazu shaved a single hair at a time, he surely would be Yotzi after he shaves the second to last hair, leaving him with less than two, and that is what happened here. Rather, the inquiry is in a case where one fell out, and then he shaved the last. Ravina answered Rava's inquiry, and the Gemara explains his meaning. Even though there's no hair here, there is still no fulfillment of the mitzvah of shaving since the second to last hair was not shaved, and shaving of the last hair is not significant. Pointing to the next mission states, Nazar Chofev Umepaspes Avalosorik. A Nazar may shampoo his hair with cleansing agents and separate his hairs, but he cannot comb them. The more explains that this mission reflects the view of Rabbi Shimon who holds Mutter, something which is unintended is permitted, meaning it's permitted to perform an act which may cause an unintended transgression. Here too, although some hair may be removed inadvertently through the shampooing act, it is permitted. Still, combing is forbidden, as Gamora explains, Anyone who combs intends to remove dangling hairs. The rush explains this to mean that it is inevitable, it's a psikoresha, that hairs will be removed during combing. And Rabbi Shimon agrees to forbid actions where the unintended transgression is inevitable. Similarly, Rabbi Shmuel forbids shampooing with earth in the next mission because it inevitably removes hair. And pointing through the next mission states, Nazu is drinking wine all day. He's only chayev once at a malchus. If they told him, do not drink, do not drink, meaning he was warned repeatedly between drinks, and he continued to drink, he's chayev for each drink that followed the warning. The Mishnah says the same holds true for multiple shavings or multiple tumos. Rabbi said in the name of Rav Huna, Tuma v'tuma lo, a Nazar who came in contact with Tuma twice is not chayv a second time since he was already tame and the second contact does not add to his Tuma. Rav Yosef swore that Rav Huna held that he is chayv. Abayah challenged Rav Yosef from Abraisa, which says that a Kohen who has a corpse on his shoulder and touches a second corpse is not chayv for the second Tuma. Rav Yosef responded that our Mishnah proves the opposite by saying that a Nazar can receive multiple malchus for repeated Tuma. There is no contradiction. Kan bechiburin, kan shlobechiburin. The Bryce is a case of current contact with the first corpse, so the second corpse adds no tumah. Whereas the mission is a case of no current contact with the corpse, so the contact with the second increases his tumah, as Gamora will discuss. So once again, the three points are number one. Rav inquired, Nazir shegilach behinich shteisa'aros. A Nazir shaved and left over two hairs. Vegilach achas v'nashro achas mahu. And he then shaved one, and the other one fell out. What is the halacha? Was Rava asking about shaving one hair at a time? If Anazar shaved a single hair at a time, he surely would be Yotzi after he shaves the second to last hair, leaving him with less than two, and that is what happened here. Rather, the inquiry is in a case where one fell out, and then he shaved the last. Ravina answered Rava's inquiry, and the Gemara explains his meaning. Even though there's no hair here, there is still no fulfillment of the mitzvah of shaving since the second to last hair was not shaved, and shaving of the last hair is not significant. Pointing to the next mission states, Nazar Chofev Umepaspes Avalosorik. A Nazar may shampoo his hair with cleansing agents and separate his hairs, but he cannot comb them. The more explains that this mission reflects the view of Rabbi Shimon who holds something which is unintended is permitted, meaning it's permitted to perform an act which may cause an unintended transgression. 
Here too, although some hair may be removed inadvertently through the shampooing act, it is permitted. Still, combing is forbidden, as Gamora explains. Anyone who combs intends to remove dangling hairs. The rush explains this to mean that it is inevitable, it's a psikoresha, that hairs will be removed during combing. And Rabbi Shimon agrees to forbid actions where the unintended transgression is inevitable. Similarly, Rabbi Shmuel forbids shampooing with earth in the next mission because it inevitably removes hair. And pointing with you, the next mission states, Nazu is drinking wine all day. He's only chayev once at a malchus. If they told him, do not drink, do not drink, meaning he was warned repeatedly between drinks, and he continued to drink, he's chayev for each drink that followed the warning. The mission says the same holds true for multiple shavings or multiple tumos. Rabbah said in the name of Rav Huna, Tuma Batumalo, a Nazar who came in contact with Tuma twice is not chayv a second time since he was already tame and the second contact does not add to his Tuma. Rav Yosef swore that Rav Huna held that he is chayv. Abaya challenged Rav Yosef from Abraisa, which says that a Kohen who has a corpse on his shoulder and touches a second corpse is not chayv for the second Tuma. Rabbi Yosef responded that our Mishnah proves the opposite by saying that a Nazar can receive multiple Malkas for repeated Tumah. There is no contradiction. Kan bechiburin, kan bechiburin. The Bryce is a case of current contact with the first corpse, so the second corpse adds no Tumah. Whereas the Mishnah is a case of no current contact with the corpse, so the contact with the second increases his Tumah, as Gomorrah will discuss. Alright, so now we go to our Simmerdaf Membase, and our standard Simmon is a mobster. A mobster. So here goes. The Nazar mobster boss threw such a fit when his second-to-last hair fell out and he realized that he would not fulfill the mitzvah of shaving, that his hairdresser, who intended to remove some dangling hairs as he was combing the boss's hair, ran for his life, but bumped right into the hitman named Cohen, who was carrying one corpse on his shoulder while touching another corpse. Once again, in slow motion. The Nazar mobster mobster. That must have run off. Membez. The Nazar mobster boss threw such a fit when his second-to-last hair fell out and he realized that he would not fulfill the mitzvah of shaving, which reminds us Rava asked what the halacha is in a case where Nazar shaved and left over two hairs and he then shaved one and the other one fell out. So the Nazar mobster boss threw such a fit when his second-to-last hair fell out and he realized that he would not fulfill the mitzvah of shaving that his hairdresser who intended to remove some dangling hairs as he was combing the boss's hair ran for his life. Which reminds us, the next mission states that a Nazar may shampoo his hair with cleansing agents and separate his hairs, but he cannot comb them. The Gemara explains that this mission reflects the view of Rabbi Shimon who holds Dabashem Miskavan Mutter, something which is unintended is permitted, meaning it's permitted to perform an act which may cause an unintended transgression. Here too, although some hair may be removed inadvertently through the shampooing act, it is permitted. Still, combing is forbidden, as Gemara explains, anyone who combs intends to remove dangling hairs. So the Nazar mobster boss threw such a fit when his second-to-last hair fell out and he realized that he would not fulfill the mitzvah of shaving, that his hairdresser, who intended to remove some dangling hairs as he was combing the boss's hair, ran for his life, but bumped right into the hitman named Cohen, who was carrying one corpse on his shoulder while touching another corpse. Which reminds us, Rabbi said in the name of Huna that Tuma Tuma Lo, a Nazar who came in contact with Tuma twice, is not Chayv a second time since he was already Tameh and the second contact does not add to his Tuma. Rabbi Yosef swore that Rav Huna held that he is Chayv. Abai challenged Rabbi Yosef from a Bryce which says that a Kohen who has a corpse on his shoulder and touches that second corpse is not Chayv for the second Tuma. Rabbi Yosef responded that our Mishnah proves the opposite by saying that a Nazar can receive multiple Malkas for repeated Tuma. But there's no contradiction. The Bryce is a case of current contact with the first corpse, so the second corpse adds no tumor, whereas the mission is a case of no current contact with the corpse, so the contact with the second one increases his tumor.
So once again, then another mobster boss threw such a fit when his second to last hair fell out and he realized that he would not fulfill the mitzvah of shaving that his hairdresser, who intended to remove some dangling hairs as he was combing the boss's hair, ran for his life, but bumped right into the hitman named Cohen, who was carrying one corpse on his shoulder while touching another corpse. All right, so now it's time for four blah chazar. So the simmer daf is a double lach, a liquid, and we use chicken soup. So here goes. The chicken soup, chicken soup, that must be more on daf lamed ches, a double lach. The chicken soup with hairy feathers being poured out into five red cups and five white cups, each the size of a raviz, which reminds us, Belazar said there are ten cases dependent on raviz, and Rav Gana organized them as five red, referring to wine or blood, and five white, referring to water or oil. The Gemara relates a similar story for the five red, Nazar, Osa Pesach, Shehorah B'Mikdash, Mesu, a Nazar, and someone making a Pesach who ruled in the Mikdash and died, and the similar story for the five white, Chalas Nazar, Metzorah, Shenipsul, B'Shabbos, the Chal of Nazar, and Metzorah, which were disqualified on Shabbos. So, the chicken soup with hairy feathers being poured out into five red cups and five white cups, each the size of a raviz, was for the Nazar who was healing from two sets of malkos he received for eating both fresh and dried grapes. Which reminds us, a Bryce says explained the previous Mishnah, and grapes both fresh and dried, he may not eat. But writing them both explicitly, it teaches to make him high for each one separately. If he ate a shear of each and was warned about each beforehand, he receives two sets of malkos, although they're both grapes, and normally eating two shiurim of the same substance incurs one set of malkos. This is extended to all Nazar prohibitions. So the chicken soup with hairy feathers being poured out into five red cups and five white cups, each the size of a raviz, was for the Nazar who was healing from two sets of malkos he received, bringing both fresh and dried grapes, who just got word that he was not going to be lashed a third time for the love. Shabbat clothes, which reminds us, Abai said, If a Nazar ate grape seed, he receives two sets of malkas. If he ate grape skin, he receives two sets of malkas. If he ate grape seed and grape skin, he receives three sets of malkas. The addition of malkas in each case is for the general prohibition of From all that the grapevine produces, he may not eat, which includes all foods forbidden to a Nazar. Rav says, He only receives one set of malkas in the first two cases. Because there are no malkas for a generalized prohibition that covers several specific prohibitions. So the simple Metes is a letter and we often use a mailman. So here goes. The Harry Nazar mailman. Mailman, that must be run Daf Lamates. Letter. The hairy Nazar mailman who was captured by bandits and had his hair shaved, leaving his hair long enough to be able to bend at the root, which reminds us, the Gemara asks, does hair grow from the base or from the tip? The Nafkamin is regarding a Nazar whom bandits shaved and left on him long enough hair to bend it to its root, which is a significant seven-day growth. If it grows out from the base, then the original hair he had when he accepted Naziris was cut off, and he must wait for a full 30-day growth to complete his Naziris. But if it grows from the tip, then only new hair was cut off, and the remaining original hair is of a sufficient significance to complete his Naziris. The Gemara determines it grows from the base of the root. So the hairy Nazar mailman who was captured by bandits and had his hair shaved, leaving his hair long enough to be able to bend at the root, mistakenly revealed to his captors that he wouldn't forfeit any days of his Naziris because it was already after the completion of his term. Which reminds us, a Nazar whom bandits shaved and left on him long enough hair to bend to the root, he doesn't forfeit any days of the Naziris. He doesn't require a full 30-day growth because of the cases where they shaved him after the completion of his term, but before he brought Carbonus. So the hairy Nazar mailman who was captured by bandits and had his hair shaved, leaving his hair long enough to be able to 
bend at the root, mistakenly revealed to his captors that he wouldn't forfeit any days of his Naziris because it was already after the completion of his term. Whereupon they plucked his hair and removed it all with cream. Which reminds us, it's Malchuk's whether a Nazar only transgresses when he shaves with a razor or also when the hair is plucked or a cream is used. Daf Mem. So the Simmer Daf Mem is a swimming pool. So here goes. The lifeguard at the formerly hairy pool party pool, that must more end off, man, mayim. The lifeguard at the formerly hairy pool party who blew his whistle at the Nazar about to remove one hair and get malchus, which reminds us, Rav Chista said, Wilkos ba'achas, for Nazar to get malchus, removing even one hair is sufficient, la'akibish time, to prevent fulfillment of the shaving at the completion of Naziris, two hairs left over are significant, listor, and associate Elberov Rosho. To forfeit days because of an illegal shaving, he only forfeits it if most of his beard is shaved, upatar, and these all apply to removal with a razor, which more clarifies to mean that it was completely removed, similar to a razor. Rabbi Shimon's quote is saying that just as two hairs are sufficient to prevent the concluding shaving from being fulfilled, two hairs are also sufficient to cause a forfeiture of days. So the lifeguard at the formerly hairy pool party, who blew his whistle at the Nazar about to remove one hair, and get malkas, told the Nazar Mitzor and Levi, who recently shaved, that they can go into the pool because they did a mitzvah. Which reminds the more quotes of Mishnah, There are three who shave, and their shaving is a mitzvah. Nazar, Mitzor, Levim, a Nazar at the end of his term, a Mitzor at the end of his purification, and the Levim, when they were inaugurated by Moshe Rabbeinu, and any of them, who shaved without a razor, or left over two hairs, they have done nothing as far as their shaving obligation. The Gemara seeks the source that a Mitzorah shaving must be done with a razor. So, the lifeguard of the formerly hairy pool party, who blew his whistle at the Nazar about to remove one hair, and Gemalkas, told the Nazar, Mitzorah, and Levi, who recently shaved, that they could go into the pool because they did a mitzvah. As soon as the Mitzorah swept up his beard hair, that he shaved off with a razor. Which reminds us, because it's said about Kahanim, and the corner of their beard they shall not shave, Yaakov, you'll Mitzorah can. One could even think a Mitzorah would be similarly forbidden to shave his beard. Talmud Lomer Zekano. Therefore it says his beard to teach that a Mitzorah shaves even his beard which is normally forbidden. Now if the Torah had to allow the violation of cutting the beard, which the Rabban hold is only with a razor, for the shaving of a Mitzorah, it must be that a Mitzorah shaving likewise requires a razor. Daf Mem Alf. So the similar Daf Mem Alf is a grandma. So here goes. The hairy grandma, grandma, that must more enough, mem off, grandma. The hairy grandma who told her Matsura Nazar grandson to make sure the barber uses a nice razor to shave all the hair off Rosho, which reminds us Rabbi Yezra's source that a Matsura shaves with a razor is Rosho. So the hairy grandma who told her Matsura Nazar grandson to make sure the barber uses a nice razor to shave all the hair off Rosho, and to tell him to override the prohibition of rounding his entire head, which is generally not permitted, which reminds us, according to the Rabbanan, Rosho teaches a Mitzorah shaves in violation of a Kafas Rosh. So the hairy grandma who told her Mitzorah and Nazar grandson to make sure the barber uses a nice razor to shave all the hair off Rosho, and to tell him to override the prohibition of rounding his entire head, which is generally not permitted, gave him a new pair of tzitzes a shotness. To wear. Which reminds us, the source for Asei Doche Lose, Kondor is learned from Gidilim Tzitzes, as the Bryce states, Well, Tilba Shatnes, you shall not wear Shatnes, and the following passage commands attaching Tzitzes to a garment. HaGidilim Taselocha, Mehem, but twisted cords you shall make for yourself from them, meaning you shall make Tzitzes of Shatnes. Alright, so now it's time to conclude our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number 1. Which stuff do we learn that another receives two sets of malchus for eating fresh and dried grapes? That's on Duff. Good number two. Which of the one according to the Rabban Rosho teaches a Matsura shaves in violation of a Kafas Rosh? That's on Duff. 
Memov. Good number three. Which stuff do we have the case where after shaving and leaving two hairs, one was shaved and the other fell out? That's on Duff. Membase. Good number four. Which of them that there are three who shave and their shaving is a mitzvah, a nazar, mitzvah, and a levim? That's on Duff. Mem. Good number five. Which duff do we have a machok is whether one can add tuma to his tuma and the case of a cone who is a corpse on his shoulder and touches a second corpse? That's on Duff. Membase. Good number six. Which duff do we learn from Zikanot? His beard that a mitzvah shaves even his beard with a razor. That's on Duff. Mem. Good number seven. Which duff do we have a machok is whether a nazar only transgresses when he shaves with a razor or also when the hair is plucked or a cream is used? That's on Duff. I'm a task. Good number eight. Which stuff do we learn? A Nazar may shampoo his hair, but he may not comb it since the purpose of combing is to remove dangling hairs. That's on Duff. Membase. Good number nine. Which stuff do Rav Chisa say that removing even one hair is sufficient for a Nazar to get Malkas? That's on Duff. Ma'am, good. And number 10. Wish that they learned that the source of Kundrubu that an Asseh's Dochilosase is one from the Psukim that teach that one can make tzitzes from Shatniz. That's on Duff. Memal of excellent. That concludes today's shir. This is Rabbi Ram Goldham Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.